It's a battle of in the weeds. Attorney Walter Sullivan of Radio Entrepreneurs and me of the Cannabis Multimedia Network. Both of us host shows called In the Weeds. But I guarantee you, you, the cannabis enthusiast, will be the big winner in this battle because I guarantee we will inform, we will educate, and perhaps even make you smile on the next In the Weeds with Jimmy Young on my Cannabis Multimedia Network. Go to cmn.com live. Don't look now, but it's a whole new world of weed out there. Pot is flower. It's Bruce Banner and Blue Dream. You've got bongs and dabs, resin and shatter, vaping and edibles, new terms, new strains, and new ways to use cannabis sativa, the plant. Some just made with CBD and hemp has minimal THC. There's sativa and indica strains and 100 chemicals all legal in 10 states for adult use. There's a lot to get to know. Get used to it, folks, because it's legal in the Bay State and it's not going away. Neither is In the Weeds with Jimmy Young next. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called Cannabis Sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. Welcome to In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, everybody, live here on the Go to CMN, the Cannabis Multimedia Network. I am Jimmy Young, your host. We are often imitated and copied, but never equaled. This podcast is being streamed live on the Cannabis Multimedia Network and my own YouTube channel, which will soon will be rebranded as GoToCMN.com. You can also find this podcast audio only on the CLNSmedia.com website, Audio Boom, and of course the video is also available on the WeedTube.com, which is launching their big app tomorrow and we'll get into tomorrow in just a moment a moment by the way happy 420 weekend it's the holy trinity weekend because we've got good friday and easter passover all surrounding 420 the celebration of a couple of california deadheads who used to get high in the 70s after school at the louis pasteur statue and has now become kind of a cult and on top of that in Boston, the greatest sports city in America. The Bruins and Celtics are both in the playoffs, both playing at the same times. And yeah, that other team, the team that won the World Series, that Red Sox team, who knows what's going on with them, but they too are playing for the next 20 days. So I'm not sure I can handle the excitement. So I brought in an Irish clone of mine, Walter Sullivan. Hello, we do Walter. look like <laughs> twins, don't we? You know, and uh, you know they may have been token a little bit back at the at the Last Supper too, Jimmy. You never know. Oh, oh no, I know for sure. <laughs> I'm sure they were. I mean, let's face it. Back then, you know, they didn't make a big deal about it you like know, they do now. You think about the weekend, how it's going to play out. You know, who would have thought two kids at 4:20 at a statute could go viral the way that's gone viral? Granted, they removed Louis from the whole 4:20 episode, right? Uh, but it's amazing. You know, this weekend. Kicking off tomorrow at 4:20, um, Lyft is offering free. Uh, excuse me, a 4:20 discount. That's right, four dollars and twenty cent discount because they don't want you to drive while high. Well, high. Right. Um, Netter is participating in that along with the Chiefs Association, but 
Who would have thought that you would have been able to pick a ride up and save 420 because of 420? Not in my lifetime, to be honest with you, Walter. I mean, I, I still pinch myself and say, is this really happening in my state, Massachusetts, that they've made it legal and people can walk into a store and walk out with legal cannabis and enjoy it responsibly? Because we all know it is an adult use product and we do want you to use it responsibly. And it's hard to believe the Pilgrims. What do you think the Pilgrims are saying today if they were up there saying, I thought we moved to a nice Puritan state. Yeah. Look at them now. They're like, they're, these people. They're, are- they're from the devil. They're, they, they're, we're crazy people, right? Would have been burnt at the stake like the witches. That's right, like the witches from Salem. Um, should we talk a little bit about your background, Walter Sullivan? Because you oh, know, we it's, should because I'm always looking for business. It's, and, you, and you can find him at waltersullivanlaw.com. Correct? Yes. Yes, that's very where, much. That's You're where we so can nice find you. You're so nice to me, Jimmy. Well, no, no, and I appreciate it. You're, you're from Boston College, you both undergrad and grad. By the way, did you ever have Bob Berry as a professor at BC Law School? How do you know Bob? So he was at the Institute in Broadcast Sports with Dave, the, late, attorney. the late David Claytel at BU back in 1979 when I graduated Tufts University. The next day, after I graduated, the next day, I was in a classroom from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Were smoking with him? No. Not that I know of. I not Bob that I can remember. Not that I can remember. A couple of his professors, other professor friends, was token back then and they're still token now. I'm not surprised to hear that because, after all, this has been going on for thousands of years. Um, Walter, your background is very interesting because it seems like any kind of uh, adult use fun, alcohol, cannabis, betting, gaming, you're the man. It's all about highly regulated pleasure. When I worked for government, Jimmy, it was all about highly regulated sin. Uh, but we're not committing sin anymore. This is pleasure. And if you do it appropriately, there's no problem with it. Now, you do a show called In the Weeds on Radio Entrepreneurs. Everything's about In the Weeds today. It is a very, uh, uh, it's a cliche kind of a name. But I, uh, when did you start your show? Do you remember when? I started my show about a year ago, I think 2017. Oh, you and, were in 17. That would right, be two years ago, right, just for those ago. of you who well, are scoring at home. high. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> But you never know, you know, and the whole show is geared towards entrepreneurships. Mm-hmm. And, the sh- and we started to focus on entrepreneurships relative to, to marijuana, to cannabis. Excuse me, you always correct me about yes, that. Yes, I try to. Um, By the way, the Globe has an issue with that. We're going to have to discuss that at some point. And it's such a liberal newspaper. You'd think that they would get it right. Well, I, I don't know if it's right or wrong as much as it's not educated. You know, and right now, even federally, when they are looking at the differences between hemp which I call impotent cannabis because it only has under point. And I know you're not impotent. T- thank you. I appreciate that. Under 0.3% THD, and I, I'm not going to go there. We have to keep this show clean, try to, though, right? Try to keep it clean. We like to do it that way, by the way, <laughs> you know, because you don't have to check the mark of the adult content or whatever. You have to check that. No, this is, for, uh, this is definitely a PG-rated uh, podcast anyway. And... Uh, where, I, where was I going? Because I'm still suffering from post-concussion syndrome. I, I lose my way and my th- train of thought. But um, we, we were talking a little bit about the, um, the background you were talking oh, marijuana, the word. Uh, so hemp is one thing. They have 0.3% or under THC. And CBD, the, the anti-inflammatory chemical that's in the cannabis sativa plant. And then the the plant that has the THC in it, they're they're using the word marijuana as a distinctive term. Yes, you you kind of see that because you know you look at the cannabis and then they 
break it down from there from marijuana to hemp. Right. And that's really to promote the hemp side saying we're not we're not marijuana. I understand. But uh, even though it's all cannabis it's and that's the same how it should be. Plant. And that's how it should be worded. It's is that the same plant. Separated by THC versus C B D. And there's so many different types of CBs that as we get better at this mm-hmm. um and being able to extract from the plant right. the amazing ability that will be able to accomplish on a whole bunch of different ailments and also the idea of how THC works. Right. And then, of course, you could, the medical community, the cannabis medical community, continues to debate exactly how much THC do you need to get the maximum benefit of the CBD, the anti-inflammatory component, in the plant. You know, and that because of it is that people don't understand is that they you have to have something a little. Right. You know, I mean, they said it at 0.30, right? 0.30. Mm-hmm. Um, that you have to have some in order for the CBD to activate. Right. Um, but you can't get anything from 0.3%. I mean, you look at ginger ale today. Ginger well, I mean, ale has alcohol in it. I, oh, hey. But it's not enough to be considered alcohol. Right. So, wait, go back to that a second because there are still people who are producing tons of CBD products from industrial hemp, 0.3% or under, and they are getting benefits from those products. Some Maybe a placebo effect. Some may not. Of course, you know, until it's really studied and researched in a clinical trial, it's going to be difficult to tell. But there's so much anecdotal evidence about the use of these products. And I use the Charlotte's Web uh, product every day in my orange juice with my turmeric and all the other stuff I use to try to get rid of my horrible arthritis that I have in my fingers, hands and necks and Legs and everywhere else in my body. Um, this is a PG show. That, right, right. No, that's that's right. That's why I'm keeping it. Those were the those were the body parts I was referring to. Um, so I, again, the, but it's the use of the word. They just don't get enough about how derogatory that word can be. And um, I use an analogy, a racial analogy. Uh, the word Negro has disappeared for obvious reasons, and. That is similar to what marijuana is looked at. It, it you know, loosely a slang term. Mexican Americans were were brought in, or even Mexicans back in the day in the nineteen twenties and thirties had were using it, and they called it evil weed. It was slang for evil weed. And then we get into the Duponts and the Hearse and Mister Harry Anslinger, who you know kind of started that whole reefer madness and the prohibition uh, movement back in 1937. And I'm on record and I have a blog on my website saying in 1937, I really do believe the wrong drug was made illegal. I mean, let's hit a couple of points. The last time I was on your show, we discussed the issue of cannabis versus marijuana. And yes. Then, you know, it's called the Cannabis Control Commission, not the Marijuana Control Correct. Commission. Correct. And I mentioned- They got it, that right. right. And we talked about Cambridge was originally, their zoning ordinance was marijuana. Yeah. And during a council meeting, one of the councilors actually raised the issue about do people understand where the term marijuana came, came from. from. And Cambridge specifically changed all of their, changed the zoning ordinance to say cannabis as well as the other ordinances they're working on. That's good. Um, you also mentioned something earlier about anecdotal. Yep. Um, what I find is amazing, you know, during this whole process is why I'm getting involved in medical marijuana and um, retail marijuana is people bringing up, I don't know if you've ever read Bill Bennett's book about, about, Marijuana, cannabis, but yeah. for, for purposes of his youth, marijuana, okay, um, is a gateway drug. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whenever and I have people holding up the book, showing, look at what Bill wrote. When you actually read the book, yeah, he doesn't say that. There's no scientific base in it. It's right. all anecdotal evidence. Correct. Um, at least for purposes of cannabis, mm-hmm. 
there is scientific evidence. Now, we'll, we're always going to have people disputing that it is not a gateway drug mm-hmm. to opiates. In fact, so it's caffeine, the reverse. Right? Is caffeine a gateway I mean, drug? I mean, I tell people— Is it caffeine know, a gateway drug? I'd argue alcohol, <laughs> caffeine. Thank I you mean, very much. And we're both old enough to remember 1974 in which— One of my favorite years. A guy, uh, do you remember that year? Yeah, I do. Uh, or 75, I should say. Maybe which is I when I graduated later. high school, is, I might add. A guy killed the mayor of San Francisco in complaining that he did it because of Twinkies. Oh, I love yeah, Twinkies. But you know, we can use any type of thing <laughs> saying it's a gateway drug. Right. Uh, but the reality is humans are frail beings. No, we are Im- we are we are we are um, attracted to different things. We we are looking for thrills, we're looking for shortcuts. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called Cannabis Sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. In the Weeds is a podcast for the Cannabis Multimedia Network for the enjoyment and education of our audience. It is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and a video record is available on the WeedTube and on the Cannabis Multimedia Network. Any medical advice is not a reflection of the management of CLNS Media or Cannabis Multimedia Network.